Machine learning, AI, Lex Friedman. Let's get into it. Lex Friedman was recently on a Joe Rogan episode. I think it was uh, 1,422. Had a really interesting conversation, especially on their topics of AI and machine learning. And to go deeper into that, basically he talks about machine learning, basically programming these neural networks. And if you don't know what neural networks are, just like in our brain sends electrical signals to basically move our whole body. If you can think of your body like a machine and your brain like the computer that runs the machine, it's similar to how AI would work. So basically you, with AI, you program these neural networks, but you implement something called machine learning where it's not just you front hand coding things that have one action and they base off those. They actually learn themselves when you're not even there. So that's basically machine learning means that it's constantly going. It's same like how some how you know they teach you in school the number pi keeps going. That's technically machine learning because it's it's just doing an equation over and over and over. In that there's no repetition. It's always a different number. And machine learning basically it's not exactly that, but you can think of that as it's constantly kind of moving. It's teaching itself. So they've. A good example of this is Deep Blue, the chess robot basically that beat the best player in chess that humans could produce, or at least that we know of, and Deep Blue was able to beat the human because it had a superior mind when it comes to chess, and it could calculate so far out in the future because basically what, what we're doing in our life is we're risk calculating decisions projecting out into the future. So we project out our image of what we currently have in our mind, what, what we think is possible, and we project out into the future. And if you're smart about it, you at least try and do something what I call chess-like deep thinking, which is you think, okay, this is the action. I'm not going to see this as something that will be, you know, turn into a problem. I'm going to see this as an experiment. And with the, the experiment, couple instant things you can do to get some feedback. What you can do is go, okay, what's the best case scenario? Let me close my eyes, think about that. What would it feel like? What would I be doing? What would, you know, how would it change my life? Okay, now what's the most likely? What would it feel like? What would I be doing? How would I be living my life? How would my income change? Things like this. And then last, what's the worst case scenario? Implement the same things. And by that, you can project out into the future, but that's how our brain can do it. And if you can sharpen your brain, so you, again, you can go in way further detail with this. People can do this, you know, like in chess. It's a good metaphor because you're thinking so many moves deep. So <clears throat> if right now all you think about is I'm in a nine to five job, <clears throat> this, the, my end game goal is to well, I think most people's end game goal is to have success in health, wealth, love, and happiness. <clears throat> and that's not defined by other people's success. That's defined by your own, what you think about it. Your own measure <clears throat> of health, wealth, love, and happiness, where you want to go. And this basically helps you form a roadmap from where you are now to where you want to go. And then you can reverse engineer and go, okay, what will I need to do from get to point A, where I'm at now, to point B, where I want to be? And, and from there, you, you can project out these decisions. And what's interesting about AI in a way that they could somewhat get smarter is the focus aspect. 
And this is something that I've really struggled with and I think a lot of people are now, especially because I grew up in the age where I always kind of had a screen, you know. I like had an iPad when I was, I can't remember how young, maybe 12, 13. Like in middle school, they had them for sure. And then high school, we that instead of uh, like no, pen and paper, it was iPads. So I kind of grew up in that age with iPads and, you know, always having a screen accessible and it's hard to focus. And what I've really been trying to do recently is just one book a day, knock out reading one book a day and see how my brain changes when it comes to focus. And I I really suggest this with you to identify an area that, you know, if you think about it in the long term, like we were talking about AI and machine learning, if it can beat your brain, if it can be smarter than your brain, what do you have? So that should light a fire under you and want get you to want to move. Move in the direction that you want to go. Move to where you want to be in life. Move to this end game goal and all those four areas, health, wealth, love, and happiness. And really perform that gap analysis from where you are now, point A, to where you want to be, point B. And then reverse engineer from there. Go, okay, what's the best case scenario? What's the worst case scenario if I take this action? <clears throat> let me set a uh, 18 month goal. That's about, you know, correct. So let's say you want to be, you know, you're in a nine to five job. Now you don't really see it going anywhere. You really hate it. And you don't even see if you progress. And even if you get a raise, <clears throat> you know, you're experiencing kind of learned helplessness, monkey in the cage mentality where <clears throat> you can slack off at work and you kind of come to resent your job as most people do now, especially if you're not in a meaningful job, something that you care about. Because that's the really thing about you should integrate all areas of your life. So you shouldn't be linear reductionist mentality and go, okay, my wealth, I'm only going to do on Mondays. My health, I'm only going to do on Wednesdays. My uh, love, I'm only going to do on Thursdays. No, 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 no. You want a bit of each of them every day. So you want to incorporate wealth, health, love, and happiness. You want to be doing what you do to accumulate wealth that will also involve love, happiness, health. So you need to be able, like for instance, I run a online business and the way I incorporate health is I basically form my own schedule. So while I'm making money, while I'm getting towards my health wealth goal, where I want to be wealth-wise and financially independent, which I am currently, but be able to you know invest a bit more than I currently am and move forward in that area, I would need to make sure that I'm up to par in health because if your health falls down, you all other areas of your life fall as well. You know, there is a man, I can't remember exactly, I think it was around $30 billion net worth. And... I remember he once said, he said, when I made my first billion, I made it too early. I rushed there. I didn't enjoy the process. And now I'm an 80-year-old man with $30 billion in the bank, but I can't get out of bed. He was bedridden. He had let his health decay so much and only focused on wealth and other pleasures that his health had just gone astray. And you can't enjoy what you accumulate for wealth. You can't impact other people, spend time with your family, spend time with your friends, enjoy, travel the world, 
if your health decays. And you need wealth to help your health because your wealth should kind of fuel these other areas. You know, if you want to have high quality food, high quality workouts, you need to invest in yourself, invest in your health, which I think is honestly one of the most important things you can do. I invest a ton in my health. Supplements, different, you know, testing out new things. I really like some of this neuroactive stuff and some of the things that Onnit sells. The uh, the Shroom Tech Support, Four Sigmatic Coffee is great. Laird Hamilton Coffee. I invest in some things that I see as that's a health budget. Just as you have an entertainment budget or a coffee budget or a go out to eat budget, I have I want to have a health budget, a wealth budget a love budget, you know, things that I love doing. If I want to take a little vacation, get a cabin on a stream and go fly fishing, that would be something that I love to do because I do love to do that. So that would incorporate that budget. And then you have, you know, happiness and love and happiness kind of incorporate. And what you learn about this is once you really can get the main three down, then happiness comes. Because if you only focus on happiness, the other three will fall away because those three are kind of fundamentals of life. So what you can see it as is once you can find something that you're passionate about in the wealth area, once you can find the type of health you want to be as your long-term goal, and then once you can find true you know, love through family, through friends, and through relationships, then that happiness really starts coming in. But if you only focus on happiness first, the other will kind of fall astray. So you'll, you'll learn this as you go on, but just kind of a little rant on AI, Lex Friedman, Joe Rogan, machine learning, and the four pillars of the good life, health, wealth, love, and happiness. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a review and subscribe to the Modern Academy. We produce around three podcasts a day. We typically do a 15-minute podcast, a 10-minute podcast, and a five-minute podcast all around kind of taking knowledge throughout history from philosophers, people who have lived real lives along with modern, true sources. I'm a big fan of Joe Rogan, a lot of different podcasts. I just see the modern media as very corrupt, very biased, and we're kind of filtering through that, tapping into ancient wisdom, applying it today, not having any extreme ideologies, but finding the synthesis. There's always a thesis, an antithesis, and a synthesis. And you want to find that middle. You know, there's an ancient philosopher saying, I think it was Plato, and he said, en median veritas, which is in the middle, in the middle there is truth. And that's how we look at the world here. We, you know, combine great ideas from the history's greatest minds and apply them to modern things. So that's really what the Modern Academy is about if you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a review and subscribe, as I said before. And send us in some voice messages if you have new ideas on podcasts, some different things you would like to hear. If you heard something in- interesting or read something interesting or was curious about something, we can explore the topic. I always love to do research if you guys send things in. And thanks for listening. Till next time.